Jack Tuckner here, pregnancy discrimination lawyer based in New York, coming to chat with you today about lactation in the workplace, postpartum, either breastfeeding your baby or expressing milk in the workplace. What are your rights? What do the laws provide? Many of my clients go through this issue. I represent clients in pregnancy discrimination matters, how trying to navigate their situation while pregnant, during maternity leave, and when they return to the workplace. And many employers drop the ball with the issue of breastfeeding in the workplace. You are entitled under federal law, for example, so that's everywhere. If your employer has 50 employees, then it's mandatory. If your employer does not have 50 employees under federal law, then they still would have to prove that it is an undue hardship for them to provide reasonable break time for you to express milk for your nursing child for up to one year after the child's birth, each time you as that employee needs to express the milk. This is embodied in the Fair Labor Standards Act, which was revised by virtue of the Affordable Care Act in 2009. And assuming again that you work for an employer with at least 50 employees under federal law, then lactation, right? The postpartum production of milk, which is a physiological process triggered by hormones, which makes lactation a pregnancy-related medical condition. So less favorable treatment of a lactating employee is sex discrimination, because we're only talking about the female experience, clearly. So federal law, again, requires employers to provide a reasonable break time for an employee to express breast milk for her nursing child for up to one year after the child's birth, each time the employee has the need to express milk. And employers are also required to provide a place other than a bathroom that is shielded from view and free from intrusion from coworkers and the public, which may be used by an employee to express breast milk, again, for up to one year. And by the way, if your employer does have less than 50 employees, under the current trends and your state law, by the way, such as I am a lawyer in New York and Connecticut, both states, which I'll get into momentarily, provide far more protections and far more time for all employees to either breastfeed their baby or express milk in the workplace postpartum. So even if your employer has less than 50 employees, the burden is on your employer when you indicate to your employer that you'll be returning from maternity leave on thus and such a date and of course require a place to express milk and store milk with access to electricity, access often to refrigeration to store milk, although many women, if that is unavailable, bring a cooler for that purpose, uh, and a sink. And again, it can't be a bathroom and it can't be a place that the door doesn't lock and your coworkers just walk in whenever you're in the midst of expressing milk. So under New York state law, <clears throat> which is embodied in the New York labor law, your employer, first of all, can't discriminate against you for choosing to breastfeed your baby or for pumping milk at work. This law guarantees breastfeeding mothers the right to pump milk at work for up to three years after giving birth, and they have the right to use paid break or meal times 
or reasonable unpaid break time to pump milk. Your employer must attempt to accommodate your request for a private place to pump milk. And again, they cannot discriminate against an employee who chooses to pump milk at work or retaliate against women who assert their rights to do so, as that would be both sex discrimination and pregnancy discrimination under New York State and New York City law. And this, again, this law in New York applies to all public and private employers in the state, regardless of the size or the nature of the business. So you could be the only employee and you still have rights to express milk at work and not to be treated differently or discriminated against based on that request and that postpartum need. Similarly in Connecticut, and I'm only mentioning New York and Connecticut because those are the two states that I'm licensed to practice law in, all employees are covered for, like New York, three years postpartum. And it's a similar, similar, this law reads similarly that in Connecticut, employee at her discretion can express breast milk or breastfeed on site at her workplace during her meal or lunch break period, and the employer must make all reasonable efforts to provide a room or other location in close proximity to the work area other than a toilet stall, that's what the language is in Connecticut, other than a toilet stall where the employee can express her milk in private. And in the Connecticut law mentions um, at a location, at a reasonable, you know, at a, a, a location close proximity to the work area so your employer can't have you schlepping you know, half a mile to another location or somewhere else to, you know, to try to dissuade you or punish you for making the request. And also in Connecticut, an employer can't discriminate against you or take any disciplinary or adverse employment action against an employee just because this employee has elected to exercise her right under this law to express milk in the workplace. So to sum it all up, lactation is a byproduct of pregnancy, making it a pregnancy-related medical condition definitionally. So you are the, your company is required to provide you with certain reasonable accommodations as a result of your pregnancy, based on your pregnancy. And of course, this is all part of, you know, it all sort of falls under sex in sex discrimination realm as well, for the same reasons I mentioned earlier, obviously this is a gender-specific issue, so that postpartum, even when you're no longer pregnant, you're still protected under the pregnancy and sex discrimination laws, and your employer must provide this place for you to lactate or breastfeed your baby. And make sure, by the way, that you put any requests for this anytime that you're having any issue or even the requests. And of course, you could speak to people like a human being and HR and so forth, but just make sure you put it in writing, even if it's just follow-up and friendly email to the HR person so that you have a record of your requests and their responses and so forth. That's quite protective and empowering, especially if things go south thereafter, which unfortunately sometimes still happens. Again, this is Jack Tuckner. I'm a pregnancy discrimination and women's rights in the workplace lawyer based in New York. I will continue to provide and hopefully get better at it and figure out how to do intro music here and so forth. And hopefully my sound is getting a little bit better. Um, and I'll continue to provide updates and tips for anyone who's interested on how to protect themselves 
with particular emphasis on pregnancy discrimination issues in the workplace. Until next time, signing off. Have a strong and powerful day and week. Take care now.